Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the very last episode of 2022. And we have been talking this week about setting goals for the new year. Um, It's a very normal time for people to be thinking about goals and resolutions and things that they want to change. But frankly, I really love the process of kind of reviewing life, taking evaluation and setting new goals. I try to do it every summer and every winter. Um, So you might be listening to this in the future at a different time, and that is awesome. The same rules apply. Don't worry. But if you listened to our main episode this week, I talked about um, my way of setting goals, which is to set uh, not so much to worry about smart goals, you may have heard of those, but to set great goals. (laughs) And great goals stands for goals that are godly, relationship-focused, exciting, achievable, and timely. And you can circle back and listen to that full episode. Um, And I also talked about kind of how to think about goal setting and some ideas that you might want to consider for the new year. Um, But what I want to do today in our Friday Faith Follow-Up episode is to share my goals for the new year and some of my process of landing on these goals And then next week, we're going to continue our look at goals, but getting um, just a lot more practical. So once you have your goals, how do you actually follow through, determine the best action steps, track how it's going? Um, So we're going to talk about that next week, and that will also be really helpful, really practical. Um, So let's just acknowledge right now that your life is different than mine, and so your goals most likely are going to be different than mine. That might be in the big picture, like what the goal is, or it might be in the play out of, you know, what does that mean day to day or who are the people it's going to impact. Either way, I think that sharing my goals is going to be helpful to give a kind of a picture of what this can look like and give you a little window into my world and what's going on in the world of uh, Jessica Hayes, Mama Four, Wife, you know, all the things that we have going on that we talk about on the podcast. Where are things at today? So let's dive in to take a look at the process of um, how I have set goals for the new year. So I started this process with a time of prayer and a time of um, just prayerfully kind of reflecting on what have I been noticing lately in my life, what I'm excited about and what I'm struggling with or trying to change. Um, because I find that it's most helpful for me to set goals that are actually linked with like current situations or feelings or situations, just like things going on in my life today. Um, Sometimes I'll try to be working on something, but until I actually sit down and like reflect on it, pray about it, determine like an actual goal, an action plan, I find myself frustrated because I don't see the change that I'm hoping to see. And so a lot of my reflection time comes into just kind of self-evaluation of what have I been working on or frustrated by or noticing some momentum going. And then those are the areas where 
I dig in a little bit deeper to think about goals. And so this year, as I thought through that, I found myself really leaning into the different roles that I have in my life. Um, And some people would call these like parts of my identity. Uh, I think that's fair, but I tend to think of them as roles because um, that just fits a little bit better with my, I'm probably a more action oriented person, (laughs) like almost like I have a job to do here. I have a specific relationship, a specific role, and I need to know how do I fulfill it? What do I do to make that happen? And so um, the main areas that jumped out to me, and again, your roles in life are probably, uh, probably some of them are similar and others, of course, are going to be different. But the roles that I landed on were, um, I am God's daughter. I am Kelly's wife. I am a mom to my four kids. I am a part of my church community. And I am in a role of helping moms. And that was specifically with this ministry, Love Your People Well, as well as a local counseling center. I'm still involved there. I don't do counseling with them right now, but I'm helping direct and kind of manage things behind the scenes. Um, So for as I was kind of thinking through the year, those got lumped together. That's probably kind of my work category. Um, Well, hobby slash work slash kind of businessy. That element of my life came out there. And I asked the question, what would excellence look like in each of these roles in the new year? Or really just in life in general, but with where I'm at now, I heard that question recently in a podcast I've been listening to. It's called Bright Hearth. It's like biblical homemaking type of podcast. I've really been into the homemaking, (laughs) like managing the home and raising the kids and all of that. Um, Anyway, at some point they mentioned just just off, like it was not at all even a topic of the conversation, but they mentioned, or the wife mentioned, that she's been trying to grow in excellence as a homemaker. And I really liked that way of thinking about it. And so that was the question that I asked myself. With these different roles that are very important to me and that are filling my time and my life, God's daughter, Kelly's wife, a mom, part of my church, and um, helping moms professionally in this way, what would excellence look like? And I'm not going to walk you through um, all of these different roles. I think that might be a great question you could ask yourself in the different roles that you have. Um, But let me just, I'm looking at my piece of paper here because I also like to write it down. Writing things out really helps me process. That's probably why I am a paper planner girl. (laughs) And uh, next week when we talk about how to follow through on your goals, I know I'll be talking a lot more about how I use my planner, the Hope Planner, I love it. It really helps me um, achieve excellence, I think, <laughs> in these various areas. Um, but just looking at this, let me highlight one of them. Okay, so Kelly's wife, right? My role as a wife. Some of the things I thought about as I was considering what would excellence look like as a wife was to have a generous spirit, to not be complaining, to um, to help his ministry work, to keep the home that he lives in, of course, we all live here, but to keep the home clean and lovely and peaceful, to affirm him, to pray for him, to pray with him. Those were some of the big things that jumped out to me. Um, And again, this is not like some long process for me, at least, of like wrestling through scriptures. And it's just kind of a time of prayer, of considering what jumps out to me of what I know to be true of biblical principles and what the Lord says, as well as my own experience, um, 
and some of that, I guess, is professional because I am a marriage and family therapist. I know a thing or two about marriage, but we all know knowing something on paper and living it out in real life are often very different. Um, But that's just kind of a picture of where I was landing. What would excellence look like? And then with these things in mind for these five different areas, what I did is consider what themes come out there, what themes pop out as I consider the picture of who I would be and what my life would look like if I were genuinely living and growing in excellence in each of these areas. What themes did I see across all of these different roles? And I landed on, uh, let me count, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, okay, five roles. And I landed on five themes. How fun, how fun that is. Um, But I landed on these themes and thought about, okay, so this is kind of where I want to be growing, not necessarily like I'm at point A and I want to get to point B, but just what do I want these areas to look like? Um, And that was when I opened the Bible um, more specifically. And I found um, a passage of scripture that motivates me and encourages me in each of these areas. And then I wrote it out on one final piece of paper. (laughs) And yes, I'm doing this on paper and I will now transcribe it Uh, Well, the kind of the final product, I will be using my paper planner, my hope planner to write that down in there, you know, but I'll talk about that more next week. This was kind of my brainstorming process. I didn't have enough pages left in last year's planner to do it all in there. Um, But these five areas of focus, I basically tried to summarize those in just a few words. And then I wrote out the scripture verse that encourages me and motivates me in those areas. And so I want to share those areas with you. That's kind of my process of how I got here. I want to share those areas with you. And then, like I said, next week, as we talk in our main episode about how to see action happen toward your goals and actually um, see yourself growing and changing. And then next week in the Friday Faith Follow-Up, I'll do kind of a similar breakdown of with my goals. How do I, on like a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, use my planner and the rest of life, of course, (laughs) to try to see momentum and see change and actually take action on these goals. But here are the five areas that I will be focusing on um, intentionally, Lord willing, in the new year. Uh, Not in any particular order, just the order that they jumped out to me. So area of focus number one is to build a life of consistent and robust prayer. And the uh, scripture verse that I've chosen to encourage me in my prayer life there, consistent and robust prayer, is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 6 to 18. Um, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And then my second area of focus is kindness and gentleness in my words. Oh, my goodness, I would love to grow in this area. So gentleness, kindness in my words. Proverbs 15 verse 1 is what I'm going to focus on there, which says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. My third area of focus this year is my heart attitude to develop a heart attitude of gratitude, not grumbling. And Philippians chapter four, verse eight is what I'm going to focus on there, which says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. 
My fourth focus area is going to be managing my time and using it intentionally. And these are pretty broad, as you can see. They uh, don't fall into that smart goal category, but they are godly. They are relationship focused. They are things I am excited about and that I believe are achievable. And they are timely. They are very fitting to my current season of life. Um, so this fourth area, managing my time, using it intentionally. Ephesians chapter 5, verses five, verses 15 to 17, I'm going to focus on there, which says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And then my final area of focus for 2023 is to create a peaceful and lovely home. And I've chosen Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 17 to focus on there, which says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So there you have it, my friends. My goals for this next year are uh, consistent and robust prayer, gentleness and kindness in my words, a heart attitude of gratitude, managing my time and using it intentionally, and creating a peaceful and lovely home. And I will just note there, um, because you might have noticed that <laughs> the four pillars that I talk about sometimes on the podcast that I try to live out my life by, love God, love yourself, love your family, love others. Um, none of these areas is maybe as specifically emphasizing the love yourself category. <laughs> um, I mean, I could easily make an argument for all of them. Like if I have a good prayer life, if I'm using my words well, if my heart attitude is grateful, like all of these are going to make me happier and more peaceful and help me love myself. Um, but I came to all of them through, like I said, that avenue of thinking about the different roles that I have, these relationships with other people. And I did not put my relationship with myself on that list, not for any particular reason. It just... It didn't feel like, uh, I don't know, it just didn't jump out to me in the moment as I was thinking about roles. I guess maybe because it's not really a role, it's just living my life. Um, but I do have a few more classic New Year's resolutions probably around like health-related things, getting more steps during the day, and um, my husband and I are going to reduce our sugar intake, like a few different health-type things. Um, but those don't really feel like goals to me. They just like zoom right into an action step. We're going to do this. Um, more of a resolution. So maybe that's just how my brain works. Uh, they are a little bit different for me, a goal, like this big overarching thing to focus on, resolution being a little more uh, specific and nuanced. But that's totally just how my brain works. I'm not at all saying that's what the dictionary says they are or what you think they are. Just a little insight into the inner workings of my mom brain, which is not always working as well as I wish it would. <laughs> but that's where we are for today. I have five areas of focus. I would love to hear what you want to be working on and striving toward in the new year so that I can be praying for you. Um, I really want to not just have the podcast and I talk and someone out there listens, but I would love to be developing that relationship, praying for you specifically. So you can email me or message me anytime. 
Um, But now let me close this out, close out our year with a word of prayer. Holy Father, we thank you for this year and the ways, God, that you have shaped us and used us and orchestrated every step of our paths through 2022. And we pray for the new year that is to come. And we know, God, that you already know all of our steps, all of our mistakes and sins. You already know all of our triumphs and joys and victories. And we just pray that you will give us wisdom as we plan for this new year and that you will help us, Lord, to put you first, to seek your kingdom, to seek your righteousness, to seek your face and to love our people well. And we pray all of this trusting in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's. Uh, We will be back next week. We will talk about how to live out and take action on our goals. Um, And if you haven't done it yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and to leave that five-star written review because that would be an awesome way to end out the year. It would certainly encourage me, uh, might help us grow in the new year. (laughs) And I'm really excited for what God is already doing and going to do. Um, so if you haven't done that yet, check out the website, lots of good resources there, loveyourpeoplewell.com, and, uh, we will be back in 2023. Until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.